Heather McDonald has got the juices scoop. When you're on the road, when you're on the go, Juicy Scoop is the show to know. She talks Hollywood tales for real life, Mr. Sacred Serial Data and Serial Sister. You'll be addicted and addicted fast to the number one tabloid real life podcast. Listen in, listen up. Woo, woo. Heather McDonald. Juicy Scoop. Hello and welcome to Juicy Scoop. Return favorite. Sink in, get comfortable. Mm. It's just Justin Martindale and I. How are you, honey? I'm wonderful. I'm cozy in my cozy earth. It's oh. fall. I'm here with it's, you. It's a gloomy day. Well, I think the sun might have come out, but oh, it was a little gloomy this morning, a little mm-hmm. chilly. Um, we just had some oatmeal and berries. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. And uh, very nice. Mm-hmm. It's perfect time for oatmeal I and found, berries. I found a new, crazy, inexpensive grocery store. Where? Well, we were looking for tile, Peter and I, because uh, we're doing some, uh, we're doing this house situation, and um, over in West Hills on like Fallbrook and Victory or Shoop and Victory, is this store called Aldi. Have you heard of it? A L D I. Yes, I've heard of that. So we get in there, and I'm like, well, let's just try it out, you know. And um, but you have to have a quarter for the shopping cart. What? <laughs> well, don't they know there's a coin shortage? Any <laughs> like. I know. So then I go, well, I have a dollar. Uh-huh. And so I asked the guy, and he goes, no, we don't um, exchange change. <laughs> There's always I, a hook. <laughs> I mean, I really think if your whole thing is the only way you can get a cart is to have an actual quarter, I think you should have some type of machine or a token machine like you'd use at Chuck E. Cheese. Exactly. And I get the point of let's not have these shopping carts roaming around or attract a certain kind of person that enjoys a shopping cart besides being in a store. Um <laughs> But anyway, went into the store, could not believe some of the prices. Good or bad? Good. Okay. Blueberries, enormous blueberries, one forty nine. Wow. I know. Uh, avocado, fifty nine cents. Are you Stop fucking kidding it. me? Stop it! I pay ten dollars for my avocados. I mean, I think at Irwan they're nineteen ninety four. They, I mean, I so were, yeah. were they juicy like big hunky. Juicy avocados? Yeah. Hunky avocados? Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, they look to be good. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, there's, you know, uh, what grocery outlet, bargain market. There's Irwan, which, by the way, I went to Irwan, Irwan, whatever. Yeah. Across from my hairdressers. And I have to say, though, you know, what's great about it is that is I was in Beverly Hills and I was going to, and I thought, I'm going to have to go get a salad. And order it and eat it while he dyes my hair and stuff and does my highlights. But you go in there and you can get in uh, like a piece of salmon and two sides for one flat price, which is expensive, but still less than if you got like a salmon salad from a fancy restaurant and then it's ready to go. Yeah. So I think for like luncheon and stuff like that, still super, super expensive. It was absolutely delicious. Well, that's good. I will say... Extremely expensive, but extremely tasty and like very healthy. Erwan scares me. I just get scared every time I drive by it or something. I just because I feel the like I'm going to go in there and they're going to be like, "Get out immediately!" Like they, I'm like, I'm here for uncurdled duck milk. Like, think, where else can I get it? I think today you totally fit in. Okay, in what you're wearing and thank stuff. you. And I think that um, well, the one the girl did say, "Do you want to get this deal for eight dollars a month?" Where then you get a discount on this luncheon thing, 
which I was like, you know, if I worked across the street from one, I would totally do that because you could have like a lunch every day. That was you're like, shut up, Heather. Get to the juicy scoop. No, this anyway, is I love hearing about your salmon salad. I'm just saying, it's it's it, here was a little treat of like, hey, I'm giving this, I'm giving my opinion about certain places, mm-hmm. okay? And I, we're to this day, we're still allowed to do that, but we might not be anymore if a certain housewife has anything to do with it, which oh. I'll get to in a minute. But first, let's talk about this comedian. Her name's Ariel. Um, well, her Instagram is Ariel Comedy, um, and the poor thing was. Doing stand-up at Uncle Vinny's. I don't know what city this is. And this woman started yelling out. Didn't like she. Who did you vote for? And she goes, (laughs) you know, she she goes, who did you vote for? And she goes, well, who do you think I voted for? Well, I think you voted for Biden based on um, what your jokes are saying. And she's like, okay. She's like, I'm not going to say who I voted for. And then um, she keeps screaming at her. And then she says, well, I think you voted for Trump based on the fact that you keep talking and no one wants to hear you speak. Very funny, clever. Very good. At that point, the woman throws a full bottle, a full can of beer at chucked her right past her face. It hit the brick wall. And the people that were in the audience, who I think was with the woman, I heard the guy go being like, what the hell is wrong with you? I don't even, why? Oh, is in New Jersey. In in New Jersey. I don't even want to be with you. Like, (laughs) it's like embarrassing to be with that person. She picked it up. She drank the beer. Yeah. She's uh, Heather McDowell is talking about her with Justin Martindale and Juicy Scoop. Her life is made. Yes, yeah, she point, has a it, deal in the works. Oh, Netflix special happening. Yeah, happening. She is like being scouted. She she will be the next biggest thing. Yes, but you know what? I have to say, she handled herself so very well. well. I, I loved how she handled it, and she did a great job. I and, mean, I want to know what happened to that woman, but also it's like. You're making an ass clown of yourself, and yeah. you look foolish. And I hope she was arrested for assault. She probably wasn't. Yeah, yeah, they probably pro- not. They probably were like, <clears throat> "You need to leave," and she left. She probably finished her stand up. Didn't think at the moment what an impact this would have, like on people watching. Because literally, ten people sent this to me this morning. Oh, of course. And um, and so yeah, so the girl's probably fine. She may not even be aware that we're talking about what an idiot she was. And I doubt anybody was arrested or anything because the comedy clubs, like I've said before, have, you know, a small amount of people working there. They don't necessarily have regular security. Yeah. So they did probably ask her to leave and they probably wanted to leave. And whoever that guy that she was with was probably like, let's go, asshole. And probably, they probably removed themselves. This is what, this is one of the biggest pet peeves I have about stand-up clubs is the security because there is a rule at the very beginning of shows. It's like, turn off your phones, you know, don't talk, don't ruin the show. Right. And the minute this woman said, hey, I didn't vote for this, security should have come over and been like, no, strike one. Right. No more talking. And if she did it again, you're done, you're leaving. But the fact that they waited until this woman picked up a beer and made the decision to throw it, had it hit this girl and busted her face open, I mean, show's over. Like yeah. and 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 I just think it's so awful. And I've had I've had encounters where I've done a show and someone's 
you know, said something or whatever. And then finally they get up and leave and the security's been over and they're like, I'm sorry, I should have been here. And I'm like, yeah, you should have. It's your job. But right. stand inside. Don't stand outside by the box of the club. You need to be inside where the shit happens. Well, People are unhinged. Well, listen, <laughs> a lot of security guards I've seen in places lately um, are either looking at their phone the mm-hmm. whole time um, or they have earbuds in and they're listening to hopefully Juicy Scoop, which I'd yeah. be fine with. Yeah. Um, or in this case, we don't know that, you know, it looks like a small club. They might not have a regular security guard. That person might be running around getting drinks helping out staff, whatever, across the other room, delivering chicken fingers. It happens. So anyway, the the point is is she she got a viral video. And as someone that has gotten a viral video of just me saying a dumb joke about my period and then fainting, Mm -hmm. um, it can be a little bit life-changing career-wise. And I hope her career just skyrockets from here. I think she'll be fine. However, I will say there is a mandatory staff meeting today at Uncle Vinny's. Mark my words. They're like, oh, shit. All right, guys. Gather round. Amazing. All right. This was news that started to happen, like, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were sending this to me. Uh, Miss USA, uh, Gabrielle, this girl, her name's Rabani Gabrielle, denies allegations that the pageant was rigged in her favor. So this girl was from Texas. She won Miss Texas. Yay! And then she won Miss USA. Mm-hmm. Now, Miss USA is different than Miss America. The biggest difference, do you know? Swimsuit. No. No. Damn it. I would be almost like, I was, I'd almost be more disturbed if you did know because it's so obscure. The difference <laughs> is Miss America has a talent competition. Oh, that's it. I knew there was a category. Where you like sing. And Miss USA is just about being cute and yeah. strutting your stuff and answering the questions. So. Miss America's older too, right? Aren't they allowed to like be in their 30s and like have dreams? No. No? I thought Miss America was a little older. I think they run anywhere from like 18 to like 26. Okay. Some are already in law school. Some have graduated. Some are, you know, sophomore in high college, whatever. Uh-huh. But um, anyway, this girl, Heather. 17 and 25, you have to be. This girl, Heather, starts going off on TikTok and Instagram. That's always a Heather. I, I love a Heather. <laughs> and she basically, this is what she says. So as the girl gets her crown, she says, you notice some of the other girls are walking away. Like they didn't hang around and be happy for her. Like they immediately. (sighs) And the next day, within 24 hours of her getting the crown, she is featured on this um, beautiful resort, which is a sponsor of of the Miss USA contest, doing getting spa treatments. So her first gripe was, if this wasn't rigged, if they weren't in cahoots that where the owner of the Miss USA contest wasn't in cahoots with her brands to be like, choose, ask this Miss Texas to come and do your ad. So when she wins, it can immediately, you can immediately put it out. That's what they're saying. Oh. Because all the girls got to go and experience the spa, but nobody had like a special commercial right. filmed for them. Yeah, a partnership, now, a paid partnership. Yes. Sponsored by. Now mm-hmm. the the uh, now the Miss Texas has come out and said my Miss Texas thing was like a little bit later than many of the other states of me winning, and after that is when sponsorship started to come as Miss Texas, and one of them being this resort. So I did do it before, mm-hmm. but I in no way like I still believe I won. And then the Heather girl 
was saying, and nobody go after Miss Texas. Like, whatever happened, it's not her fault, yeah. you know? But she believes that the owner of it... Okay, so here the, here the girl is at the... Um, how do you pronounce that? Naizu... Nizuk or something resort, someplace in Mexico. And so right after she won, they said, congratulations to the newly crowned Miss USA. We are so proud to have you as one of our Nizuk, I don't know, med spa ambassadors. Okay, so this whole thing. So um, so also interesting is executive director is Shanna Mokler. So that Shanna Mokler was Miss USA herself and was married to Travis Barker right. before and has kids. Yes. So um don't say her name two more times because she'll show up. So they were trying to say, they tried to say, look, we have an open door policy for all of our hometown delegates and their families. Should anyone be concerned at any time about the pageant topic, whatever, this whole thing. So they're saying, um, Okay, so this girl saying you're a bully, Shanna Mokler. You shouldn't be in a position of leadership for a young woman because she thinks it's all fake. This other, this girl also went on to say the Heather girl that they have to pay for a lot of things themselves. Mm-hmm. If they if they have extra luggage, they would have to pay for that, which you assume they would. They have to wear all these outfits. Um, if they want extra food, any anything they do. And she was saying it is her opinion that this girl got a lot of extra perks from the beginning by the people that ran it. Here is the girl who owns the company, owns Miss USA, named Crystal Stewart, actually doing <gasps> Miss Texas's hair backstage. Mm. Okay, that's some good evidence. Also, she said the brand, um, the brand of that resort, that guy was in the... Um, in the audience watching Miss USA and on his reels, I mean, on his his stories, on his stories on Instagram, the only person, the only person that he featured throughout the whole time was Miss Texas. So as he's sitting in the audience, he could have filmed anybody, but. And he was calling the winner without calling the winner. He was just like, you know, Oh, whatever. That was his favorite. Um, So, um, then there was a then a, then she also shared this Miss USA Miss Teen USA thing, saying that this one person has been removed, and she believes it's because there might have been some sexual um, sexual assault allegations. She's just spreading it all. Okay, so I want to tell you about my experience under the Miss USA pageant. Okay. Um, or maybe it was Miss America. I don't know. You can't remember. They, they're so similar. Was um, there a talent portion? I wish it was rigged. I We thought it was rigged. It wasn't. I got the boot before the final 10. God. It was summer after my graduation year from USC. Mm-hmm. And the woman who owned the pageant for Miss Tarzana, she was in charge of Miss Tarzana, was a, her husband was a big realtor, and she was my mother's friend. Uh. And she called my mother saying, I would love Heather to be in it. So I would think I was going to have a little bit extra attention. Yeah. And I did. Okay? I did. She helped me. She, like, adored me. Now, maybe it was Miss USA because there wasn't a talent portion, but she, I did, like, a share impression for her. And she goes – That's talent. She goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to have the question be – when you have to answer the question – be in a way that you can work in your share impression oh, because I think you're so talented and funny. Okay? So now I have to get my outfit together. (laughs) 
I'm just, I don't know where it's this at, is going. It's at the Warner Center Marriott. Okay. okay. It's at the Warner Center Marriott. My dad buys a table. My friend Liz is there. And I'm going to do this thing. And I'm thinking, I don't know if I'm going to win, but I'm certainly going to get to like the top 10. Yeah. But if I do win, then I go to Miss California in which we go to Disneyland and we wear the sash and we go go to the front of the line on the rides, which is the main thing that I was looking forward to. And so, because it I was, has its perks. Yeah. So I do the interviews and I think I'm doing great. I didn't know. So another thing about this, this thing is that um, Miss USA also owns a coaching service. Mm-hmm. So you're, so that you have to pay for these coaches to help you prepare for the questions, what to wear, like stylists, all that kind of stuff. She claims that this Miss Texas got all that for free. Oh. Um, now, I don't know if there's scholarships for certain people or what, but this girl paid at this Miss Montana, Heather girl, paid for everything out of her own pocket. So, like, she's a little annoyed by that. So, anyway, I, uh, we did, we got these, we did get, um, I think, swimsuits we got to choose from, everything. At the final moment, like two weeks before, we would have these rehearsals with the other girls about how we were going to do this. And, and like everyone had to have a sponsor. So mine was the real estate sponsor of my mm-hmm. parents' business. And this girl walks in and she's very put together and good looking. And she's actually from Wisconsin. But she realized that Miss Tarzana was like a, a little shocky, like a little stupid operation that she could probably come in and win it. Right. And she did. Big fish at a she small pond. She came in and this this lady goes, the woman who was like, oh, at the last minute. And so I see this girl. I'm like, okay. She had tapes of like to get her in the mood. You know, like she's she had coaching tapes. Like she knew exactly what to say and do. And I kind of was like, my only preparation was just being a kid that watched it on TV. Like I didn't, I didn't look up one thing. I didn't try to like figure out a better walk or better outfit or anything or what to do with my hair. I just was like, all right, I'm going to going to be like as cute as I can be that day. And, and she was training, like listening to Eye of the Tiger, having a full 80s montage, like she was, boxing. There's actual tapes <laughs> that will give you like questions that most likely you'll be asked mm-hmm. and the best way to answer them. So you can really kind of study it. But more it, importantly, did you answer the question with a share impression? Was it like, Heather, how would you like to solve world peace? I'm share, bitch! Like, was uh, that the if answer? If that was it, it would have been, <laughs> if I could turn back time... I would tell the world. No, seriously. Um, I would tell the city of Tarzana that in order to mm-hmm. create a stronger community, we need to have more concerts in the Water Center Park. I'd like to bring that back and not just stop it after Labor Day. We, As you know, we have beautiful weather here. We could have that continuing going all the way up until Christmas, providing it doesn't rain, which it doesn't rain much here. <laughs> and really encourage local talent, um, theater programs in the San Fernando Valley to mm. be part of that stage performance. And that is the way I would solve world peace in Tarzana, California. Thank you. Thank you, contestant number nine, Heather McDonald. Thank you. Well, I got up there and stood there in my bathing suit in which they picked the 10 finalists and I was not one. And that is when my friend Liz said that my dad threw down his napkin. I want to say he might have been wearing a tuxedo. And said, this is fucking bullshit. Good. Let's get out of here. I had such a bad attitude that I told the woman, um, I just want to leave. And she was like, Heather, that's a horrible attitude to have. I'm like, you're totally right. That's awful. <laughs> anyway, 
sat back there for the next two hours <laughs> till someone that wasn't even born in California yeah. didn't, literally got an apartment there three days before one. Yeah. We really need to secure our pageant borders. You know, it's yeah. just – it's a problem that needs to be addressed. Also, I know you Valley girls. Did y'all like – key her car or like <laughs> blow out her tires or no, but sabotage she, her in any part, way? Part of her winning mm-hmm. was to get a gym membership with a personal trainer Bitch. at like 24-hour fitness or something. Uh-huh. And my sister Shannon <clears throat> said she saw her there. God, she used the actual like membership? Yes, and saw her walking around with her sash. Ew, in the gym? In her, with her unitard on. <laughs> With the trainer, and Shannon was like, and you know what? I go, what? She goes, her body is really good. God, Shannon. <clears throat> Did she so, bone the trainer? No, I, I'm sure the girl, like, probably moved on, didn't get Miss California, and then, like, whatever. But, like, of course, she wanted to be, like, an anchor or something. Everybody she, always does. Uh, she's a pageant locust. On to the next big city of Tarzana. <laughs> I mean, I think this is pretty juicy because it is at this big level and it deals with brands and uh, social media and social influencers and all of that. Yeah. So I think um, I think this might be kind of interesting. Can like I... make make people go back and go, God, was this something? I mean, I can't. I doubt this is the first year that it got a little muddy. Sure. You know? And I I honestly will say, like, we don't really hear from pageant contestants, but when they like use their platform on an actual platform. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, shit. Like, usually they're just like, I lost. Right. You know, and now they're like, here's what's happening. Yeah. Like, I think that's a big, I think that's a ballsy statement. And I think, yeah, they're, they're like, all the money, all the sponsorships that go into this, and like, for actual contestants to be like, this sucks. Like, Yeah, basically they're saying like, we never had a chance. We were cheated. They believe they never had a chance. They yeah. believe this was done you know, from the start to have the owner of the uh, pageant satisfy commitments of ambassadors and uh, brands and stuff. Yeah. So that kind of makes sense, and it's it's pretty bad, so we'll see. But, I, but love, I, love. I did think, though, having the woman own the pageant that was my mom's good friend, I thought you were it was going to be fixed, yeah. and unfortunately <laughs> it was not. <laughs> I would have never joined... I'm going to win. <laughs> I would have never joined if I didn't – hundred. we 100% believed I was going to win. Like, mm-hmm. we 100% believed it was going to be slightly rigged. And I had no problem with that because you, she asked me to do it. Mm-hmm. You were like, oh, I've got this in the bag. Anyway. Uh, Bethany Frankel is suing TikTok over ad featuring her image. Well. Okay. So, basically, uh, you know, she's suing – Really, she should just be suing the person that used her image, mm-hmm. but that's small bananas, and she's big bananas, and so, of course, she's going to sue TikTok and get the press that she needs, which, you know, page six writes about her twice a week, and I talk about her about once a week. So she's doing okay for herself. <laughs> she's all right. <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah, where do you want to go with this? Well, the, basically, the way I understand it is that she... She did do an ad for like a Jenny Kane sweater and then a company that makes kind of knockoff sweaters of that took her video. Took her video. Her likeness. Well, okay, yeah. yeah, but it's her. First one, first one they were doing, I'm like, did they chop off her head and like suppose it on a different sweater? I was like, I don't understand where she's going with this. Right. So I get that. But how the – but TikTok can't like moderate every single – 
thing that goes on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, so if someone did that, they should get in trouble for it. They should get their wrist slapped, you know, um, maybe get banned or whatever from TikTok for a while. And of course, she could go after them for that. But like, my God, you know, is it's TikTok going to do that about everything? Well, she's taking a, a step further, I think, with all of it. But yeah. Well, I just think that's kind of stupid. It's like, I'm going to sue TikTok and... If you're going to sue TikTok, can TikTok also be like, well, then if you're going to sue us, you're not allowed on our platform anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Right? They're just like, get out of here. Well, I think, um, you know, there's so much TikTok drama in which I love, you know, I get a lot of juicy scoop from TikTok. I follow a lot of smaller creators on TikTok that's really making it and sharing stuff and going on deep dives that I don't. And I have a, you know, I always come up with movie ideas. So this is just a hypothetical movie idea, kind of, but maybe based on real life. You know how they do that, like, before Law & Order. Mm-hmm. Like, anything. So if this comes sounds similar to anybody, don't come sue me because it's just me walking around this earth yeah. and coming up with a movie idea. Just okay? let the girl live. As a former Miss Tarzana, <laughs> let the girl dream. But I wasn't Miss Tarzana, <laughs> goddammit. We're all Miss Tarzana. <laughs> People are like, I just wanted people to know, Woodland Hills is next door to Miss Tarzana. That's why I could technically qualify, okay? <laughs> and there was no Miss Woodland Hills, so it wasn't like I had to choose between two huge counties, okay? Still keeps you up at night. <laughs> One of the biggest, worst moments of my life. Okay, so here's my idea for a movie. Okay. Based, you know, on like what's going on where you're watching it. And um, uh, so, okay. So there's a, there's a former New York, a former housewife, former real housewife who leaves the franchise because she's so successful with her own brand. She doesn't have to do this bullshit anymore. And she wants to get into the TikTok world and she wants to appear like really authentic and like really just give her heart and soul to the things. So she starts, it's all hypothetical. She starts going to different grocery stores, like I said, and, and testing out different condiments, everything from Williams-Sonoma mustard to one that you'd get at the 99 cent store. And then she like does these like videos where she's like, put this on a hot dog fucking bananas shitballs are you killing me right now I, like is this even a hot dog where am i am i at dodger stadium am i on, on the moon get this now and then she'd go to another mustard and she'd be like not worth the 1995 or go fuck yourself you know and people are like gosh thank you um elizabeth we'll call her thank you elizabeth for telling the truth about different condiments and why you can go and like we love you you're the greatest and then she keeps saying things like, it's a scam. This mustard is a scam. This is a scam. And then a, like, a, a TikToker that's just like a smart girl that just is really being herself is like, oh, my God. So I did a deep dive and I found out that um, a lot of uh, celebrities like to trademark a lot of things that aren't even out yet. But they think it's going to be. So they trademark a saying or something. And then they start using that saying like seven months after it's already been trademarked in what they are trying to appear to be an authentic way. And then they're like, um, this mustard's a scam. And then maybe because there'll be a TV show that's called It's a Scam or whatever. So um, so then the people watch that girl and they're like, oh, that's interesting. You know, she's got whatever, 10,000 or followers or 10,000 likes. or But, you know, maybe she's making a tiny bit of money a month as of TikTok. Well, then Elizabeth, the sauce girl... It's like, 
fuck that. You're not going to make me look bad, you fucking liar. So then she gets a cease and desist letter and sends it to that little TikToker, along with other TikTokers and other influencers that have also shared their opinion, just like she's sharing her opinion about the sauces. They get to share their opinion about maybe brands that she's had or mm-hmm. maybe th- saying, I do like that mustard from uh, Williams-Sonoma. Um and I do think this is interesting. And tra- seeing people's trademarks, people showed it about the Kardashians. But the Kardashians don't care when people do that because they're, like, so above it. But this Elizabeth girl, I guess, isn't. So then to, so then, in walks the hero, of, the hero of the story, which would be someone that's, like, a mom. Mm-hmm. She's a comedian. And she's had a podcast for seven and a half years. But who's counting? No. And she's like, this is fucking bullshit because I've already won. This is the character talking, not me. I've already won a a case that's changed the law for podcasting in which someone tried to shut me up and tell me I couldn't use my freedom of speech. And I feel that Elizabeth, the sauce lady, is trying to go after um, younger, less rich, less powerful influencers who have a right to give their opinion and rise up the ranks just the way she gained so much in her career of giving her opinion. Mm-hmm. So they go to court eventually and um, all of the people that are that, you know, I, I have a whole group of people show up at the courthouse to support this young TikToker. I'm the old podcaster, not me, the girl, mm-hmm. the hero is the old podcaster lady. And then all of her followers wear a shirt that says Elizabeth is a hypocrite and they wear that and every and it all gets exposed and it's um Lifetime wanted it sure. but Netflix wants to be Lifetime now apparently and so Lifetime buys it and it becomes a movie and as people watch it they go oh wow I think I know what this scandal was about but we never say the name of who it is and we call it like the skinny sauce scandal Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Or bat tick crazy. Cute. <laughs> or Cute. something. I love a good mustard scam. That just sounds fun. The mustard scam. The mustard scam. Because you're like, what is this mustard Do scam? Do you need real mustard seeds in it or not? I mean, what the fuck? Is I, it, I can't even taste it. Is it Poupon? Is it yeah. Deli? What is yeah. this? Like, like everyone knows I love a good mustard. I love a good I like sometimes I just put mustard on toast and eat it alone. You're okay? right, Elizabeth. She loves mustard. Yeah. <laughs> just leave us alone. We we need to see our families. I need more mustard. Right. That's so bizarre. Don't fucking tell me that my mustard stories are not authentic, bitch. Here's a cease and desist, and you better not talk about it. So now that TikTok person, you know, would have to take it all down and never mention or talk about that person who is a public figure ever again, which when you're a public figure, you can talk about people. I just miss the old days where we could just review condiments freely. Speaking of which, we just watched an amazing trailer. Who it's, it's on Netflix, trying to be Lifetime, however. Ugh. Falling for Christmas with Lindsay Lohan. Yes. And we're not giving anything away because the trailer gives the whole thing away. It really does. There's As, no need to watch it. You don't have to watch it, guys. Just watch the trailer. It just came out today. It, can, I, can I tell you what it's about? Yes. It's Overboard on the Slopes. With she is Paris Hilton. Mm-hmm. She starts out being Paris Hilton, doesn't have to work, and is the heir to the biggest hotel chain in the world. Yes. And sure enough, her boyfriend asks her to marry him on the slopes with, with the, the yellow diamond ring that Paris Hilton, I think her fourth fiance, she's married to like the fifth one now. I don't have a time she's been engaged. But in real life, Paris Hilton was engaged to a guy that gave her a ring 
on a slope. And I want to say that that she didn't marry that guy. I don't think she did. She didn't marry that one. She married the next one. Yeah. And he, she falls and she hits her head. Nobody, and people find her later on. And now she's in the small working class part of town. Gross. Not the Aspen part, like the an hour away part. Which looks like a Santa's village. Which still it's, gorgeous. Uh, like every house is probably still $2 million. Oh, but for still, sure. Yeah. But everything smells like gingerbread and everything's clean. Yes. Yeah, so she doesn't know how to make a bed. I mean. And now, now you see Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell situation going on. Except... I don't think there's going to be that scene where um, Kirk Russell convinces her that they're really married, and so then he basically has sex with her, and th- <laughs> they had to cut that scene out. They probably did. That was like, is this sexual assault yeah. with someone who has amnesia? Mm-hmm. Or like, what is it? But, of course, he has a child. In Overboard, he had four boys. She, he has a cute daughter. And I'm I'm going to go on a limb and go. say that in the end. What? In the end, the rich guy, the guy who wants to be rich, she really has the money. He comes back and tries to woo her, and she thinks she's going to, and then, of course, changes her mind and stays with him and the little girl. And she does have creative ideas that come out through the time that she's cleaning the house. And so she's able to build up a career with him and her new daughter that has nothing to do with the Hilton quote unquote last name. I'm gonna up I'm gonna up the Annie. Please do. She's gonna learn how to make several beds. In fact, she's gonna have so much fun <gasps> like taking apart yes! beds and putting them together in this lodge. She's going to create a successful Airbnb chain within the village. That brings that brings a bunch because the village doesn't get the tourism that the that the expensive Aspen part right. does. The village and, is about to shut down. Yes. It's gonna go bankrupt tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. And so she's there and she's like, wait, oh God. And the fiance who allowed her to fall down the the slope. Yes. There's gonna be a scene where he looks over and he's gonna be like, oh. And leaves her. So then she's going to be like, oh, wow, you knew where I was the entire time. You left me in the snow. And we all know Lindsay Lohan loves a white powder. Now, I think <laughs> I think she's going, like, I think the mom or the dad, because she's an heiress, yes. is going to be like, where's my daughter? You know, and, and then she's going to realize at the end, like, hey, I'm happy here being basic, you know? Um, the only thing I'm going to disagree with you on. What? Oh, wait a minute. We do see her dad make an appearance, which is actually my friend is dating that actor. Oh, right. Um, he was from General Hospital. So I guess the dad does come in. But I think the parents are going to be very loving. It should, they're only going to expose that the fiancé was not there for the right reasons. The fiancé was not there at all. Yes. Also, she looks pretty in it. And, I mean, I it's definitely know- a little more edgy and fun than a Lifetime, but it's extremely Lifetime hallmarky. But. But oh my cares? god, this I mean the sleeves alone just scream Hallmark. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? Does Dina Lohan make a cameo as Elf on a Shelf? That's what I want to know. <laughs> we have to put her in somewhere. Yeah. Hey, it's me, Dina Lohan. Like, oh god, the Christmas goblin's back. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if Allie Lohan. Hopefully they all went to the premiere. I hope so. Uh, I, I, anyway. I I have to say I am glad, and I will say I'm making a prediction. Okay. Okay. In the trailer. She's singing Jingle Bell Rock, which was the song from Mean Girls. Yes, you're right. Her and Regina George and all that. So that's totally deliberate. But I think she's going to release her own version of the 20th anniversary or whatever, how long ago Mean Girls came out. Her new single, 
Jingle Bell Rock for Falling for Christmas. She's coming after Mariah Carey. I mean, it's not going to happen, but let her let her go big. You know, well, you know who might sue her? Bethany Count- Frankel, <laughs> Countess Luann. She's got a all I all I what was her song that she did for for Christmas? All I want, want for Christmas, Christmas is you. you. She say la vie. Christmas say bon <laughs> say bon. That's the duet I want. Countess yes. Luann and Lindsay Lohan. Do it. God, just a. Countess is doing Christmas shows. She should totally ask Lindsay to come and sing her version of that mm-hmm. Christmas song. I'm excited for but a Lindsay you, Lohan comeback. But you also said, you know, who did not make an appearance in this was from Mean Girls. What's his name? I don't know. What's his name? Who are you talking about? Jonathan Bennett? <laughs> Jonathan Bennett, who um, I follow on the gram. Um, I, he, he has got a new sponsorship. Uh-huh. And it is him getting its breast cancer awareness breast cancer awareness month so he is going around um just to one i think the person that did the ad who paid for the ad is a scanning place mm-hmm. so maybe they thought you know what a lot of girls know to get their your their yearly mammogram but let's tap into a market of guys who might get breast cancer too or that might just have some bitch tits. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. And what's great about it? What a great is, word, by the way, bitch tits. What's great about so it funny. is you're getting the word out that definitely, if you are a man and you have any kind of cancer in your family, and you, I don't know if your insurance will pay for it. It's a good question to ask about equality. Mm-hmm. You know, can you get the mammogram? Because even people with good insurance who are women, they try to say, you know what, you're good. They try to ask you all these questions. And so if you say, no, no mother or aunt or sister has ever had cancer, then they're like, um, oh, okay, well, then I don't think you need it. And then you're like, great, but th- you shouldn't. You should insist on, no, I want to have it anyway because whatever or not because. So then they get people to sign up that maybe they just pay cash for it. But also being a man, he can whip out his tit on his the nipple, Instagram. Full nip. And show us the full exam where a woman can't. So it's just another job that a guy got that a girl couldn't get. Isn't that weird? I think that's so bizarre. I mean, I would have been happy to have done a, a mammogram ad. I've got, I get my mammogram every year. Like, how do woman say it? And this is what drives me crazy about like the reels because yeah. you, they monetize your content, you right. know? So it's like, how do woman been like, hey, I, you know, cancer runs in my family. It's 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 Cancer Awareness Month for women. Like, I'm going to go in and get my mammogram and like da-da-da-da. It would have been blocked. Yeah. It would have been like, nope, this is not monetizing. There's nipple in it, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But like this man can go in and get yeah. it and press his tit up against a, a thing and it's okay. It's what happened with the Britney Spears thing. I did a reel and I literally just took Britney Spears with her holding her nips and her little heart, heart cooch. Heart, yeah. And I did a reaction off of it, like right, that as was a so real, yeah. yeah, blocked. But then I posted the TikTok version of it, totally fine. So I'm like, you're going against your own platform. I'm exhausted. I don't know. We we've posted things. I've talked about this where it does fine on reels, and the exact same thing gets nothing on TikTok, and vice versa. But so I'm like, I so she out. can post her full beach cooch, yeah. and it's totally fine. But I'm like doing a reaction off of the picture that she right. posted, and it's like that's too much. 
It's just one person's. It's whoever <sighs> I guess working at the desk that day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the Instagram or TikTok headquarters, but you know, but good for um, Jonathan Bennett for getting an ad that um, you know that a woman taking a job from a woman. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We can't even have one thing. We can't even have Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I mean, All that's right. the new movie coming out, Mammogram Girls. That's yes. that'll be it. All right, our girl Anna Delvey was released Ugh. from prison, providing or jail, providing she has a place to live and stays off social media. God. And I had posted, like I had uh, commented under it. I'm sure there's a podcaster with a spare room because she For seemed sure. to have gone on a lot of podcasts that I never thought were very compelling. No offense to people that got the podcast, good the interview, good for them. But I was just like seeing her in on the bad Zoom, Zoom yeah. with the glasses and she just kept denying that she did anything wrong was annoying. We need her in the room. Yeah. And also, this is a Halloween miracle. I'm so excited. This is – I'm ugh, look at her just – Opening a window, looking knowing outside. That, knowing that there's say, a paparazzi outside. Yeah. yeah. So we don't know whose house she's living in, right? No, but it's a New York apartment. But since I said, come on, podcasters, come together, get her in your house. Um, I know you love to do, Anna, and I love to do myself. Uh-huh. So I'm going to <laughs> imagine a scenario where I wanted to get an in-person interview, okay. not a sad Zoom with her in a jumpsuit. I want her looking cute. And so I invited her to stay in my spare bedroom at my house with my husband and two sons. And um, this is just a day in the life of maybe this is the first morning. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get, get the interview done, but Anna might have other things. Good morning, Anna. Can I get you um, some coffee? I have got a Keurig here. You have a Keurig? Yes. You don't have Colombian Arabica coffee beans? No, I just have the little cups, but I have two different kinds. I have the Starbucks kind and I have the Pete's coffee if you want. <sighs> that is fine. I guess I'll take them. So, okay, Anna, I can't wait to like to start interviewing you. Like, what is the plan? We could just do it right here, but um, or do you want to go out by my pool to do it? Well, when you told me that you had an island in your kitchen, I thought you were going to have a real island, not this marble slab debauchery. Oh, you thought I lived on an island like Richard Branson? I mean, one would assume, you know, you're an important podcaster, you know, you should have a real island. It's really embarrassing. Are you, you know, poor? A little bit. And I'm embarrassed as well. But... um I would just like to know, like, what is the plan? Do you want to try to – now, you can't stay off social media, but that doesn't mean we, we can't go to Craig's tonight and see if maybe some hot guy would want to hit on you. Do you have your eye on anyone? I, I mean, there's so many options now. It's it's really hard being me right now. I mean, I am one of the most eligible bachelorettes right now in Hollywood. I mean, I could get anyone. Anyone – you. Just name people, and I'll tell them yes or no. Just tell name name someone. Uh, Brad Pitt. Absolutely, I'm pulling him right now. Uh, ben Ben Affleck, even though he's married. Uh, uh, don't come for me, J Lo. Maybe I've already had Ben Affleck. <laughs> just so cocky, I love it. You know, I'm just a girl, a modern girl in a modern world. Imagine if she did do the Bachelorette, though. I would I, definitely. I would do Bachelorette, and I. I <laughs> I would win it because then I would be on Dancing with Stars, and that's what I am. 
You, you know? are a dancer, or you are a star. I'm a star. You, you know? are definitely a star. Oh yeah, yeah, very much so. And I do a really good Argentinian samba. But the only thing with the Bachelorette is Marge in prison taught me how to do it. So. Oh, Marge! Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the only thing about the Bachelorette is it would be. I actually would love to see that because I want to take the last three guys or whatever it is and go to Germany and meet your family because you, uh, uh, we've heard whoa, 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 so many whoa. different things about them. I, my family. Uh, you can call my dad, but he won't pick up. <laughs> He's very busy. He's doing files and paperwork. You know, no, I don't have to involve my family at all. This is me. I'm an important person in the world now. Maybe uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones can play me in, in a Lifetime movie. I don't know. But um, it's, I don't have time for you. There, I said it. <laughs> Get me on your podcast, and I have to go to Chateau Marmont. <laughs> We let's definitely do the. Oh my god, that'd be amazing to go there after. Um, I love that. Great job. Thank you so much. And whoever is interviewing her better have a podcast. Yeah, and that's going to be my. I talent. mean, who's ever staying? Who's ever house she's staying at? Better have a podcast. And if you don't, that's okay. You can start one in an hour. Yeah, it's really easy. It's there's no skill involved at all. But that's also my audition for Mr. Tarzana, uh, two thousand two. Hmm. Wow, that's so interesting. Thank you. Thank the you. pageant that never went. Um, okay, so Kanye West is now suspended from Twitter. Good. <laughs> I mean, I just want to say, in general, um, I don't think it would – I don't think – I think there's very few people, and now people are going to – I disagree. All I want to say is all the money in the world, the cashmere uh, jet – Mm-hmm. The, all the skims in the world, the all the access to the beauty, all the access access to the balloons, the garbage bags at Gap, and the cookies. I would not want to ever have to deal with co-parenting with Kanye West for the next sixteen years. Mm. Just think about it. Oh, I, Just, I am. Anybody like no matter how much you dislike the Kardashians or whatever, that is going to be something. That is just going to be never ending because just when she thinks they're in a good place or they've negotiated something or they're on the same page, they're not. And then there's four of them. So each child can have their own thing in which he doesn't agree with what Kim's doing or what the grandma's doing, Chris, or what the child is doing. Or someone wrote me and they said, I think he's being such a nightmare so that – other people, mm. other parents at the kids' school will say, you, they've got to leave. Like, we're all, we're all going to get together and we're all going to leave this private school unless you get rid of those kids. Oh, wow. And I, I hope that doesn't happen. And I don't think parents would want to do that because you're punishing the child for doing nothing. But it could be – that could be his strategy – to make it that they have to leave the school and then therefore so he can has go the school to, to themselves. So, so then he, no, no. So then they have to go to the Donda school. <clears throat> oh, I don't know. I don't know. It just sounds like a nightmare. It is a nightmare, and I feel like Twitter did the right thing. You know, he's clearly mentally unstable, um, and these anti-Semitic rant that he did. I so think scary. It's and weird. so scary, but it's also like. I'm trying. I saw somebody on uh, Instagram today say, "Like, yes, he's unwell, but this is not a character of people, you know, right? Who with I, mental illness, with they don't just go yeah. out and have anti-Semitic rants. Like, 
I think it's really sad, and it's also just really sad that he just can't. I don't want to sound like insensitive, but I just feel like he just can't grow up. It's like, how old are you? Why are you? Why are you po- posting all your bullshit on social media? It's the same thing with like a Britney Spears, who it's just like, it's like, why? Why are you having to like? do this why are you having to say all this stuff to the point where like chloe had to get on there and be like hey this isn't yeah. cool stop it like pick I up the think- phone have a conversation have a dinner party like go to counseling we don't need to like stop having fights with your loved ones on social media it's so weird well i mean i think it's just it is weird it's someone that you know sees himself above everybody else and needs the attention on it all the time and in one minute he's saying like a nice thing about Kim and we're doing fine. And then the next he's like, why'd you have to show her ass on a cover of a magazine? It's like you were with her this whole time. Yeah. Like you, you know, made it about the fashion and you had her wearing your skin tight clothes, you know, as well as the baggy clothes. And now you act like that that's not proper. Well, you know, you're not the beacon of fatherhood either. It's just, it's well, just like unfortunate. It's just sad. But it's, it just, it's sad because it's like also he opened like the Balenciaga show in Paris Fashion Week where they were like walking through the mud trenches. And I'm like, okay, so technically, if Kim was like a, a, a shitty person, she could say something about that and be like, oh, what? You think that's a model walk? And, you know, like, she, right. like go after that. But she's not going to do that because she's busy. Like, this is oh, just God. like, Speaking of the this bo- is just weak. Bitch behavior. <laughs> Speaking of the Balenciaga thing, did yeah. you see the Lay's potato chip, chip bag purses? No. So there are these purses that look like a Lay's potato chip bag crunched up like a clutch that you hold, but it's just – and that, that's actually a bag that you can purchase. And it looks like a potato chip bag crumpled up. I still can't get over Sarah Jessica Parker's pigeon purse. Oh, that's coming up in the in the. Um, We're just making things like. So there was. I a, think that's the new show. Is it a purse? We had. Is it a cake? Is it a purse? Well, I, that's probably a Judith Lieber bag because Judith okay. Lieber would make these bags that were like, like they they're a little shape. Remember the little girl in the first movie? She had put her per- phone in that cupcake purse. Yeah. So it's like it's an expensive crystally purse for like I don't know a few grand or something. Ooh. But anyway. What we're talking about is there was a photo of them filming on New York of so just and just like that and just like that <laughs> of Sarah Jessica Parker and um, Charlotte and um, and again wearing the weird stuff and everything and I saw someone talking about like why you know what's unreal about this is you know if this was Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and someone came with a a pigeon purse or whatever Kyle would be like Dorit what is this pigeon purse and Dorit would be like. Do you like it? PK got it for me. It's absolutely stunning. It's my little pet, you know, and they would talk about it and that would be part of it. But that's a reality show. And I think the reason they don't talk about it on Sex and City is because we've only got the 22 minutes. And I like that they don't talk about their outfits. I like that they just yeah. come together and they do their business. And then we as the viewers get to talk about it. Yeah. We don't have to see them talk. Like, one thing I hate about reality shows is how long they spend ordering the food. Oh, yes, for sure. Like that Just filler. I'm like, you know what? I think I'll have an Arnold Palmer. You know what? I'm going to have that, too. I'm also going to have that arugula salad with some chicken. No. Mm, 
Can I have a little extra lemons? Carcass out, please. Carcass out. Now that's of solid two minutes of material. Yeah. Like, but maybe there's nothing else to show. But still, I don't need to see the ordering of food. But that's the thing. We love the fashion. And yeah. this, and like, I, I'm going to say something. I am over this like plastic militia, weird extraterrestrial, yeah. like sunglasses and neutrals. It's just like, ugh, it's so bland and stagnant. I and think it's on Haley out. Bieber, like Justin Bieber stopped following Kanye. <gasps> like they, their friendship's over. And I think a lot of people are kind of being like, dude, you need to like stop. You need to get help. And I hope he gets help because it's like, it's really destructive. And again, it's when the parents of other kids in a school are like concerned. Yeah. They have a right to be. I know. I'd be like, this is just... I'm a, I'm guessing it's not a fun pickup situation. No. Um, I talked about this a little bit, but then I saw even a better video. Okay. So they thought they added a tear to Kim when Kim's crying oh, about right. Chloe. Mm-hmm. And in her confessional interview on the new Hulu show. Yes. So I watched this other one where this girl explained it. Explained it. And the reason I definitely think it was is I don't think she – I think she was genuinely upset. I th- – think in post and so did this girl which is named what's her name prima donna's prima what is it prima donna's of the gutter okay of the gutter <laughs> let's give her credit and um is she's go she's wiping her eye like this and then all of a sudden this very perfectly round drop appears mm. and then she goes like this but she doesn't cover the tear right so if this was real life you would, if you were going to cover it, if you're going to be like Erica Jane and let the tears go, then you never wipe your face. But if you're actually like doing this, you would go to where you feel the wetness on your face. So they think it was added in post CGI. Oh, yeah. The other eye is too. So a C- It's that dewy like, oh, it's about to fall. Yeah. But is it? But oh, I would say. Keep it together, Kim. You're so brave. As Kim, defense, which they won't address this, is... I don't think that was like a discussion they had at a tier. I think someone's like, we can do this and yeah. we want to make the show like the best it could be. Yeah. And she is upset, but there are no tears. Yeah. So let's show just add some. Yeah, they want emotion in this show because they're all just like, I'm really excited to be here. But I kind of like that. Like for actors, everyone sh- everywhere should be kind of thrilled that you could add CGI tears if you need to. Because some actors can cry on cue and it's amazing and others... It's really hard and it takes like a, hours and they have to think of like the saddest, most disgusting thing that's ever happened in their life to get the tears to come. And if we could just do some CGI, okay. I know it'll get better with time. Also, Kim went to the Cowboys versus Rams game and they showed her on the Big Tron and it sounded like the crowd was booing. They were. I watched it several times. Do you think that even bothers her? You just don't think, I don't think they care. I think it's like when you're- Why the- are they there? Oh, because LA I say Rams. that every day. Sorry, it's LA. <laughs> Why are they there? I forgot that LA had a team. Okay, they LA have two Rams. teams. Yeah, the Clippers. Right? Just kidding. Well, the Chargers and the Rams, and then the Clippers and the Lakers, and the Clippers and the Lakers, and the Dodgers and the Angels. Good for you. So we have two we have ninety five teams. We have two teams for everything. Yeah, and Good they showed her on the jumbotron. And she like blew a kiss and everyone booed. And I had it on replay. Do you remember the scene in Death Becomes Her where um, Goldie Hawn is in the fat suit eating the cake frosting? And yeah. she's watching 
Madeline Ashton getting choked over and over again. That was me <laughs> this morning, just eating cake frosting, rewinding Kim getting booed at the game. I was like, oh, nature's healing. <laughs> Why are you happy? She's going through hell with Kanye. <laughs> Whatever. I just, it lets me go that like, like some people are just like over it, you know? Yeah. I get it. It's fine. It's every, 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 every day. It's like, God. So, okay. So Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. God, I can't wait. What a great season. It was really juicy. It was and a good season. Of course, I'm going to New York this weekend. I will be at Broadway. Oh, right. That's this weekend. Lisa Rinna is going to appear, be appearing at the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills um, panel. And I want to put something out because I think it's going to be one of those things because this is the first time they've had it in this big center. They mm-hmm. only had it once before three years ago, and it was very much smaller. It was just at like a theater, and then you'd walk three blocks to go to some other thing. But it made it really fun. But this is a much bigger deal. I think they even still have tickets left because it is so big. So what's going on is they're having like different things, like like a Comic Con, I guess, where there's uh, there's three or four different stages, and all at the same time, there's like three different things to choose from. And now I think the biggest panel is going to be the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills panel. And but whatever is up against it at that time, no one like I feel badly for because wherever those Bravo stars are, if they're doing like the Family Feud, like Vanderpump Rules goes up against Southern Charm or whatever, if I'd be like, are you serious? Like, come on, like who's going to watch ours? But what I'm saying is, juicy scoopers, we need to make sure that you save me a seat. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, do you think, I've never gone to a Comic-Con, but yes. do you think, like, for the Beverly Hills panel, which will be by far the most attended of all the panels, because Lisa Renna now is coming, but Kathy's not, like, are people going to have to sit in that seat or, like, wait for when oh. that seat's full? So you have to sit in, the, you've got to, like, so you might lose two hours oh. of doing nothing. You thought the Queen's queue was long? <laughs> You're going to have every gay and woman in New York just waiting in line to go see that. The question I have is, when does the when does the reunion premiere? Um, Do we know the date? It starts on Wednesday. This Wednesday? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, and, and, and BravoCon is this weekend? Yes. Okay, so the first episode will come out. So they can technically talk about stuff. Oh, yeah. And they can be like, well, you're going to have to watch the rest of the reunion because isn't there like nine parts to no, it or something? No, there'll be like three. Okay. So they can talk about yeah. stuff, but they can't talk about certain stuff. Okay. But I just thought this was interesting because this article came out February 16th. Mm-hmm. Of this and, year? Yes. And it said, Kathy Hilton just got called out for her close relationship with Donald Trump. Okay. And it's February 16th when all the shit was going down. Aspen was in January. After Aspen? This came out. Okay. And I don't know about it, but I'm just like... Now that they know that they believe that the stories about what happened came from Erica and Lisa Renna, possibly. And then Lisa Renna's like, where was it printed? Where was it printed? I'm sorry. Is this 1942? Shit isn't printed. It's digitally put out there. And then... I'm going to send a raven. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to send a raven. It'll get around. Um, But anyway, so I thought, oh, I wonder if like... All, all the stuff was coming out. And this being, is bullshit. And being that you know, like, yeah. So this is just fodder. This is this is them trying. They're clearly, if you've watched, if you watched the last episode yeah. of the finale, this was them 
it was clearly a takedown, trying to take down Kathy. And I love the the trailer. Oh, when she was like, "You were the you were the biggest bully in Hollywood, and everyone knows it." I was just like, gah, 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 gah. "I took I took Kathy Hilton's tequila. I took a ta- uh, a Kathy Hilton tequila shot." If I was Lisa Run, I'd be like, "Well, isn't it?" I'm sorry. I think there might have been a bigger bully, and his name. Was Harvey Weinstein? Oh my God! Well, it's so fascinating too watching this evolution of Lisa Rinna, like and how how she had the eight one eight tequila in Aspen, and she's like, and they're saying like, oh, we're not jealous. The Hiltons are not jealous of the Kardashians. Look at Lisa Rinna's reunion look; she looks like Khloe Kardashian. I will say there was a time when they were jealous, for sure, for sure, there for was sure. A, there was a time when the two girls were in Kim. Was I mean I remember I remember like going to lunch with Chris Jenner, and Chris goes, "Oh my God, I'm so excited!" Now this is how long ago it was because my son is 16 and he was like in a in a, like a baby seat, and you had your Miss Tarzana sash still on at lunch, <laughs> and she goes, "Chris," she goes, "Kim is so excited. She was with Paris Hilton today, and they were filming for The Simple Life." And Paris said, Kim, I want you to be my new best friend on the show. Uh, and I remember going, oh, I didn't even know that Kim had, like, TV aspirations. Because when I met her, she was just all about, like, fashion and styling people's closets. I didn't know she wanted to be in front of the camera. And so then when the Kardashians took off, there was a rift in, I think— The, the Matrix. <laughs> in the Kathy Hilton not loving right. that they got so big— but then they did all come together as years passed. But there were times where people in their camps had to choose, like, who Which to side? hang out with. A lot like other Beverly Hills women ch- chose Kathy Hilton over Chris. Yes. And it was like and, – and, and they never they never did not give Paris credit. Like, they were always like, if it wasn't for Paris, we wouldn't know how to do this. Like, she never said, I came up with this on my own of like how to be famous, you know, but now they're all friends and, and they've both had sex tapes and they're so. definitely going to stay friends. Yeah. So there's nothing that's going to tear this part. And I also don't think that Chris watches uh, Beverly Hills. I don't think she no. watches anything but her own show. No, she's, so yeah. she doesn't know. So whatever, who cares? Um, but, but who who do you, are you team Kathy or team Rena? I'm kind of both. Really? In that I can see Rena's frustration in that, she didn't film the first part of the season because she was negotiating her contract. And they said, oh, it's because I was busy with Paris's uh, wedding. Come on. Oh, right. You know, so she didn't attend anything in the beginning. Then she went to a few things. And then after this bombshell dropped, um, she – after the Aspen explosion, Kathy then did go to Crystal's um, 1920s birthday party. Which was – Thinking mm. thinking that by writing Lisa Renna like Silence is Golden – Thinking that we're good, Rita won't bring it up. I'm asking you not to bring it up, and like good girlfriends do, we're going to take it to the grave. Don't make a part of the show. Now, Rita didn't want to do that. She wanted to get it out there. So after that party, and once it got out out there, they had the confrontation with Kyle at Kyle's house with Lisa, who's like, "You could have your tears, but it's not going to work with me, Kathy." And Kathy's like, "Have some compassion." After that, Kathy doesn't go to the Erica Jane hair extension party. Right. Which didn't get much footage at all. Not that at wasn't, all. No she one must gave be a bummed shit. about that. But they did have a big party and she didn't attend. 
She didn't attend Garcelle's Birkin uh, resale party to buy the, the $20,000 used Birkins. Oh, the yellow one that she got? Yeah, she yeah. didn't go to that. And then she didn't go to the final party at Kyle's. So, oh, with the uh, with the uh, Grace Kelly Foundation, yeah. which is that a thing? So I'm just saying, like, imagine if you, you know, worked at Subway Sandwich. Uh, okay, I'm there. And <laughs> the person working next to you just didn't show up for the last three shifts, but you got the same check. Ah, and I think a lot of it is with when they don't show up, then it puts us in a position of having to carry a conversation to make a storyline. We sometimes can look bad because people watching at home are like, why are you talking about them when, they weren't, when they're not here? Well, they're part of the cast of the TV show that we do. And they, sh- and they should have been there. And they should have been yeah. there. And then they could have stood up for themselves. But if they didn't, we still have to talk about what the fuck is going on. Right. No one wants to hear about the fact that the garbage man didn't come today. We got to talk about Kathy Hilton and her freakouts. So I, I get why Erica and... Lisa Rinna didn't want to drop the bone. Right. And why they were annoyed that then she didn't come to play play with the bone. You know what I mean? But, um, you know what I mean? Like, if she had a bone, they could have both taken a bone and yeah. played with it together. Playing with but the bone is instead, different in my world. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's kind of my opinion. A really fun game to play, too, this season yes. is if you take Kathy Hilton's tequila and you do a shot of it every time Lisa Rinna says the word shook. Yeah, it's really or fun. shooketh. I I was shook. you could you could do it any shook. pretense. You could she do shooketh. Shook you could do shooked, or you could do shook, or you could do I was shooking instead of I was shaking. Yeah, so, or Lisa Rinna could uh, open her own oyster bar, right? Called Ah Shooks. <laughs> Lisa Rinna's That's oyster shook. That's a good shook. one. Anyway, I'm excited. Of course, I'm ready. I can't wait. Of course, wait. I'll be talking about it at my show in New York City. And also people can stream it and watch it for seven days after everything's at HeatherMcDonald.net. Then uh, Justin will be there along with Brandy, Julie, and Chris the following weekend in Las Vegas. Oh. And I believe there are still some tickets left for that. And Get that em. is at the Venetian on Saturday the 22nd. Everything is at HeatherMcDonald.net. We go to Texas. I go to the East Coast with Chris. So mm-hmm. it's all been fun. Speaking of when apparently, according to Lisa Renna, Kathy said, I'm going to take Kyle down and her whole family if it's the last thing I do. Well. Cue the thunder. <laughs> well, I could see there's something to be jealous of. Netflix um, is announced their show. It's coming. And Mauricio, it's called Buying Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. And it focuses on Mauricio's, the agency, with his, I think his two older daughters. Obviously, Portia's not going to be a realtor yet. She's not 18. And the third daughter, I don't know if she's part of it. And then a bunch of other um, attractive Thirst realtors. traps, yeah. Yeah. They, what is this horny what, maid in the front? Why is this girl wearing a Halloween costume? Yeah, she straight up is like the spirit Halloween mascot. That's um, It's shoot day and you wore that? I want to say... Would you buy a house from Annie this woman? Annie sent me this trailer. Okay. What? It's good? No. Oh, of course it's not. I, I kind of... I, I just feels like I think we might be a little burnt on the formula of, of, of rich real estate. Slutty real estaters. <laughs> yes. 
Like, I just like, you've got to make this work. And like, and then a girl not knowing what kind of uh, marble is on the countertop. And then another. She took my commission. She took my commission. It's not even that juicy. It's more like, do you want this listing or not? They're all sleeping together. Did you see the story about Mary uh, from Selling Sunset? How like, did you see that? What? How she's like, I'm having a hard time selling homes because I was on Selling Sunset. No, I did yes. not see that. Yes, it was on Twitter. So it's like, yeah, you're going to get fame and stuff, but it's like, I, I don't, first of all, this picture is terrible. Mauricio, put on a pant. You're wearing jeans. This green, this green screen number is terrible. This uh, Trisha Paytas lookalike is, I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just this horny maid with chandelier fringe. It's just no. And it's like, what, we're doing... We're doing Selling Sunset, but this is Selling Beverly Hills? It's called Buying Beverly Hills. Sure. So instead of selling, it's buying. Got it. But it's not like they're focusing on buyers more than sellers or whatever. They just had to change the name a little. I think it's brilliant that they did it. I would have 100% said yes if I was Kyle and Mauricio to go forward with this as a family, as a career. But I don't think this is what Kathy should be jealous of. But I do think back in January, before she saw the trailer... She might have been. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because even though Kathy has the most famous daughter in the world, Paris Hilton, um, next to Kim Kardashian, I think Paris Hilton is the next famous person, most famous, and was famous first. Yeah. And her daughter, Nikki, is married very well and has her own thing going. I, Kathy herself, and has been, had a, had a lot of attempts at reality show stardom herself in between her sisters going on the first season of Beverly Hills and today. Yeah. There were like, she was a friend of like Latoya Jackson. She was in this one um, about Paris Hilton. I'm going to go and research him for the, for the next show. But like, there was a lot that didn't really make it. So, and she wasn't as big of an actress as Kim and Kyle either. Cause she got married so young at 18. Yeah. And it was more, and there was a 10 year age difference. So it was more that, Big Kathy really was like the stage mom to the little girls, and Kim was really the biggest star. Yeah. And Kyle was just like, would get parts here and there throughout her life. So I think, I believe, 100% I believe, Lisa Renna, uh-huh. that Kathy said those things. Absolutely. I think, I think, that, I mean, she's part of that generation. She My God. It. You're, she said it. Yeah, she said it. She said it. She said it, and it's she like. She said it. And the question is, should should Lisa Renna have respected the te- the the text? And like tried to call her offline. But if Lisa Renna did that, then Lisa Renna would not have been a friend to the people squatting on the couches watching this show. For sure. So you can hate Lisa Renna, but how much do you like a juicy season? It's a hard, it's hard. It's a hard decision. It's a hard decision. You know what? I just thought about something. What? This could be bad news. What? This show. What? Think about it. The end of real estate altogether. Remember all the like rumor? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember in uh um like they were trying to go like oh Dorit and, and uh, Mauricio were like going to do a show in England or something about real estate. Yeah, they, they, or they were like they were like oh they're like getting really cozy or whatever. Look at what look at these girls. Yeah, you there has to be an episode where we see Mauricio taking off his shirt and one of the girls is going to go to her like confessional and she'll be like mm, daddy you know something like that. And we're going to have Hello, We Saw It with Selling OC. But the only reason it won't is because I'm sure Kyle and Mauricio <laughs> are our executive producers. And they're I don't not know. going to have that. You don't think cut. one of these but girls is going to flirt with if him? If Kyle was as good of an executive producer as Lisa Renna pretended to be, 
she should have that papin in it. She should allow that to happen just to keep people talking. I'm calling but, the horny French maid spirit Halloween girl in the front row. Yeah. She's I, up to no good. Look at her. Ooh la la. I sell real estate, I do. Yes. Um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I can't wait for more. So sometimes TikTok challenges can be confusing to hard-hitting journalists like TMZ. Because mm-hmm. Madonna was doing this TikTok trend, you're aware, where someone like tries to throw a ball in a basket and they say, if I miss this, I'm gay. So then TMZ ran with that and said, Madonna appears to have declared herself gay. We <laughs> think, see exactly what we're talking about in the bio. So you have to click the bio. Then, now we show her, Madonna comes and God. she has now a short pink hair. She looks like Jeffree Star. No. If Jeffree Star had sex with an alien and then their baby came out, that's what she looks like right now. Jeffree Star had sex with a chupacabra. That's What's what a chupacabra? What is that? The Mexican goat sucker. Hello? Uh, Do you not know folklore? No, I don't. <laughs> but then she came and then was like, no, it was just the trend. And, you know, anyway. Also, very scary nice thing. job, Madonna, because you know what tomorrow is? Um... Alien with a baby day because today is, today is les yesterday was lesbian day tomorrow's national coming out day oh it is mm-hmm. God Heather have you not marked it down in your ally calendar no I mean there was there was daughter day and Sunday and I didn't do any Instagram posts on that either so I wondered so, if she's like I'm gay got it with I a grill. I, I definitely don't think she is gay. I think she likes... No! She's she's dabbled. She, I mean, for sure. She, she, I don't even think she dabbled that much. I think she was so ahead of her time that she acted like she was gay with Sandra Bernhard mm-hmm. because it like got her attention. But yeah. I think she's all about the hard, young dick. The HYD? Yeah. Well, I just love how Diplo can just write, Hi, Queen, and it has 619 likes. God! Um, the... Uh. <laughs> this is from the New York Post. A Mississippi daycare worker was fired after screaming at children in a Halloween mask. It's a very scary white mask. Like, ah! And she was, I mean, can you imagine? What are you thinking? I love this video. There's nothing I love more than scaring children. <laughs> I saw it. Yes, it's traumatizing. But I just think if you're going to have a mental like meltdown in in school, put on a mask and start screaming. <laughs> we, Peter and I, like early on in the marriage, went as I went as like sexy Little Red Riding Hood. Mm. And then Peter had this like very realistic wolf mask. Sure. Okay. And anyway, we move into our house that we've been in now for 16 years, whatever. And the first Halloween, which our neighborhood is pretty happening as far as like a lot of kids come by. So we're excited to do the trick-or-treating. And we had found the mask, whatever. And Peter opened the door and was like, you know, oh, my God, these kids were terrified, screaming. And we've even um, when we with with that mask, with um, our cat, when we had our cat, one time we had it on, and the cat was like like a cartoon, like hair on the ends, like so scared because on the ceiling. Yes, because yeah. she th- because um, Simba he thought that like a real wolf was in the house, like sure. it was that realistic. So, I mean, I think it's here's the thing. I, I think this is funny. Should we give her another chance? Though we give well, Peter another chance. There's one thing like when you scare a kid, you and you get the reaction of them, you know, losing it and being yeah. like, "I'm actually terrified." 
that's when you go, it's me, it's me, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. This, she just kept going till she got all of the kids, which I think it's too much. But in this, yes. obviously, these aren't my kids, so I don't care. That's, but I think it, I think it is a it's a nice Halloween. Like, oh my god, this is awful, but at the same time, really funny. But also, I think she should have known better than to like get each kid terrified. No, I definitely don't think she should be working with kids because even no. if. Like, even if you're on, like, on social media, there's lots of times when, like, the dad shaves his face and the baby, have ever seen that? And the, the baby reaction, doesn't yes. know that yeah. they're, like, so confused. They don't understand that that's their dad. It's like, I would think, you know, maybe you don't need to have a doctorate in child uh, development, but, like, you should know at least enough as a d- daycare provider. Or the one, have you seen the one where the parents, like, set up the phone with the kids in the bathroom, and they shut the bathroom door, and they have that, like, ghost goblin filter, and the kids are, like, Oh, my God, out. that's shitty. I know. I mean, that's the thing. No, it's like God, people, God, just get a job. <laughs> Stop using your kids for viral videos, yes. especially when you're scaring them and exploiting them. Yeah. Like... What what pieces of shit is that? I take no advice from TikTok other than it's gray sweatpants season. It's cute. <laughs> Apparently. But yes, I just, I thought it was awful, but at the same time, I like dark weird humor and I just thought it was kind of funny, but it's also very traumatic for the kids, for sure. It really is. Justin, yes. tell everybody you um what's going on in your life and where they can get more Justin Martindale you guys, at their fingertips seriously, and their eardrums. Follow me on Instagram at Justin Martindale. Um, again, Vegas, I'll be with you. Yes. Texas, I'll be with you. Listen to my podcast, Just Saying with Justin Martindale. I've got some amazing guests coming on uh, the rest of this month. Also, um, I am working on my special right now. Yes. It's coming out hopefully soon. Yes, I might have queen. a teaser for it. <laughs> Slay on, bitch. <laughs> yes. um, so, yeah. And also, oh, can I also... Uh, Fall is here. The holidays are coming up, and yeah. I've partnered up with Cozy Earth again. Yes. So you guys, you guys love it because I love it, and I love it that you love it. You're getting forty percent off your final purchases using promo code forty Justin at CozyEarth.com. It is a deal. I have the sheets, the pillowcases, the clothes. Get, it's so comfy, get you guys. Snuggly. Get snuggly, just like Justin does. Mm. <laughs> love it. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.